What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film, where we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and TV. Today, on episode 59 of the podcast, we are talking about the 1984 sci-fi classic, The Terminator. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me, as always, is the wonderful Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. Hello. How we doing tonight? Good. I have words. God damn, I love the fucking theme of this movie. The theme is great. The theme <laughs> so is good. fantastic, dude. I just can't get my musical joke out of my head. Is it re- is it related to anything we're about to talk about? <laughs> when I said we were watching Terminator the musical. Oh, Terminator the musical. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> Even after I read the joke. I'm just quitting, so it's fine. But yeah, we are here talking about the Terminator as we start the Terminator franchise for the next like two months. Yeah, baby. With a little bit of other movies sprinkled in in between because we got a special announcement to uh to let you all know at the end of this episode. So strap in because it's gonna be a good one. So the Terminator was released on October 26, 1984, directed by then really unknown James Cameron, the man who would eventually become one of the like when it comes to, uh, you know, money made in Hollywood. This man has just destroyed box office numbers left and right between titanic and avatar by themselves this man doesn't need to do a damn thing for the rest of his life he's set he's like you know i'm gonna do those things then i'm gonna take a a little mini sub i'm gonna go to the bottom of the mariana trench then i'm gonna do then i'm gonna literally spend years of my life researching the titanic even after i'm done with the movie 25 years later or 20 years later i mean this man if you look at his filmography he really hasn't directed a lot of movies in his career like he doesn't have like he's you know when you look at like steven spielberg or other directors that i can't think of like christopher nolan like you look at like guys like that they have such like a massive amount of movies that they've done it throughout their career and yeah james cameron really wasn't around or he came after steven spielberg but like he would make a movie and then it wouldn't be for another I mean, at least in the 90s, it was like Titanic. Then he didn't do a movie for like 10 years. Then he did Avatar. And then he hasn't done anything since Avatar until the new Avatar that comes out this year. Like this, but he continues to blow out the box office. So why does he need to keep doing it? Back in the 80s, back in the 80s, he wasn't that way. You know, he did. So his first film that he ever directed was Piranha 2. The Spawning, which he was fired from. Yes, he was. (laughs) And um, he went on a little vacation. Well, actually, he was over in Rome filming Piranha 2. And he had an idea. I guess he, uh, according to his own words, uh, he he felt like shit. And he was kind of having these weird dreams. And one of his dreams was literally the the somewhat of the plot of the Terminator about, you know, the, the past meeting the future, but then the future going back to the past. 
and there being repercussions for it. And yeah, that's where you get the Terminator. It's 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 a weird one because even back then he knew if he couldn't make a movie about the future because uh, well, at least of his in his vision because of the fact that he had such limitations on special effects and all that. So he's like, well, why don't I take the future and bring it back to the past? It sounds like a weird thing. It kind of sounds like a plot of another series that came out in the 80s called Back to the Future. But it didn't have yep, murderous uh, murderous robots. You know, trying I didn't to kill see a single women. DeLorean in this movie. No. No, me either. But James Cameron would go on after the Terminator to go on to do Aliens, which is another... He also... <laughs> is infamous for just taking franchises and making the best sequels to the original films. A lot of people will state that Aliens is better than Alien, even though I don't agree. Yes. You have Terminator 2, which he did direct the original Terminator, so he just bested himself. Yeah. So are we looking at Avatar, whatever the hell the title is to this movie, being better than the 2009 Avatar? Which just Avatar. destroyed block, just destroyed the box office. Avatar two, Waterworld. Wait, yes, that's pretty much what it is. Right? <laughs> it looks Coster. great. I can't wait to see it. I will. I'll be there. <laughs> I didn't watch the first one. I don't know. I don't give two flipping shits. <laughs> so this movie had a small, very small budget of six point four million dollars. Because when you have a director who was recently fired from his past job, and you're giving him the keys to a new friend or to, you know, to have him bring his ideas to life. You're not going to give him that much money to do it with. So $6.4 million was the budget, even though it was pretty high. If you think about it in the early Back 80s. Then, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look at the budgets for a lot of the, um, the horror films that were really that, you know, Friday the 13th, for example, what I think the budget on that was 500,000 Halloween was like 350,000. Aliens or Alien from 1979, I don't think had a very big budget either. So this actually was a lot of money for someone who really didn't have much foot in the door when it came to uh, success. But it ended up grossing $78.3 million, which deemed it a success. And um, it goes down in history as a as one of the greats when it comes to science, you know, to sci fi. And after watching it yesterday, this movie's fucking great. <laughs> it's very good. Very movie. good. Very. I good. concur. Oh, so but aliens! Of, aliens' budget was eleven million, so it's actually pretty high. Okay, so oh, alien or aliens? Alien, alien. Oh, okay. okay. Keep talking. Make sure I don't fuck up and put. Aliens I was. I wasn't one hundred percent sure. So yes, yeah, so eleven alien. Alien. Okay. So it was directed by James Cameron. It was also written by James Cameron and uh, Gail Ann Hurd, who. James Cameron has a very um, long track record of working with people and then marrying them for a few years and he gets divorced. So he was married to uh, Gail Ann Hurd. They got married shortly after uh, Alien or Aliens. Something like that. Yeah. And uh, they got divorced like four years later. He ended up marrying Linda Hamilton, who plays Sarah Connor. He was married to her for a little bit. They actually have a child together. So... Yeah, he he loves getting together with those people, with the people he works with. He was with uh, Catherine Bigelow too, who was uh, who was a famous act, uh, director who directed The Hurt Locker, won an Oscar oh, back okay. in uh, mid two thousands. So yeah, 
This, uh, of course, stars Arnold Schwarzenegger as, as the Terminator himself. Michael Bean playing Kyle Reese. Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor. Uh, so Arnold originally was supposed to be, or he his first, when uh, James Cameron approached him, he originally envisioned him to play Kyle Reese. He wanted him to be the hero. And after Arnold read the script, he said, no, I want to be the Terminator. Like, that's, you know, that's the cooler character when it yeah, comes yeah. to everything that's going on. I want to be that guy. And he ended up, and, you know, James Cameron's like, this dude kind of scares me, so sure. <laughs> we'll give it to you. Of course. Michael Bean, when he auditioned for Kyle Reese, he actually went in. So he was doing, I think it was Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. He was doing a play where he had to play something with a southern drawl. And yeah. he went into his audition with that accent, and they didn't like it. They're like, we don't want somebody who sounds too, um, I, I, what's the word for it? Like Regionalized. Regionalized. Yeah, there you go. And so they were like, yeah, we, we'll, we'll look for someone else. Well, his agent had to call and be like, hey, that's not really what he sounds. That's not who he's just been doing this play for a while and let him come back and do it again. And they're like, okay. And he came back and he killed it. And history is made. Uh, Brad Fidel, he's the one who did the music for this movie. And he came out with one of the greatest fucking themes in like cinema history. The funny thing is, is the theme of the movie is great, but the music yes. to this movie sounds like a video game the I whole was like, time. I was like, the theme's awesome. Like, what the fuck is with the rest of this mu music? <laughs> the, the score is so video. It sounds like I'm playing a video game the whole time. Yeah. Like, like early. I mean, of course, this is the time when Atari was a thing. You know, it was right. It was Atari was like 84, 85. Atari or no, was it was a little bit earlier than that. Early, right? early, late, a very late seventies, early eighties, and about eighty three to eighty five was like the dark ages after they kind of killed the video game, right, right, right. Uh, mar uh, market in the United States. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the music just threw me off. The theme, yeah, though. me too. I know you're like, dude, this is dope so as fuck. And like, what is this other clown ass music playing? It's funny though because it only happens during the like high octane action scenes. That you get that really like digital video gamey sound. But like when it's like slow stuff, for instance, the sex scene in this movie, you get the theme music, but it's slowed down really seductively. I'm like, this kind of doesn't fit either. <laughs> yeah, when when Kyle Reese is freaking slaying pussy here, he's just like it's like the slow music. Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's been like really funny at the climax of the whole scene. It's like duh, 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 and then just because I ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. Yeah. Right when you nut, Kyle, we're gonna hit the we're gonna hit the heavy bass there. Oh God, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> this movie went. This movie was an hour and forty seven minutes long. Uh, perfect good, time. Good runtime. Very yeah, good runtime. Always something going on. Even in the very slow parts, it was still like, all right, we're going. We're moving. I like it. So uh, uh, the, a reason why 
this movie is filmed in such a way is that James Cameron had to do what's called guerrilla filming, where he had to film a lot of this movie uh, without permits, or he just decided to yes. do that. It, it wasn't that he was forced to. He just said, fuck it. I'm going to go in here and I'm just going to shoot things and then we're going to get the fuck out of there. So it was one of those things where he couldn't do five, six, ten takes of of a shot. You just had to go in there, get it, you know, couple couple uh, takes and you just hoped to God it was good and you had to move on because in L.A., because they filmed a lot of this in L.A., you have to be, you have to get permits when you film in a city like and like when you're on a of course, when you're on a backlot or something, you don't need that because you're it's part of the studio. But when you're filming on a L.A. street where there's actually traffic and you got actual yeah. pedestrians, yeah, you need some permits. You know, you need people, you know, the, the city be like, yeah. OK, that's fine. So there's actually shots in this movie where there's actual like just regular civilians just walking through shots wondering what the fuck is going on. Yep. <laughs> Well, I mean, I've actually heard that's a very common practice for like small independent filmmakers. Yeah. Like it's obviously not, you know, you got to deal with the legal ramifications, but Mm -hmm. you know, not everybody's got money to go around getting permits for everything. So Mm -hmm. I'm not advocating it. It's just what I've heard. I mean, the the thing of it is, is permits cost money. And if you're only, you have a limited budget, (laughs) you kind of got to do what you got to do, I guess. He didn't get caught up until the when he was shooting the last scene of the movie, which is the scene of Sarah driving away. Oh yeah, he got, yeah, yeah. He actually got caught uh, shooting that without a permit. He got fined for it. So last shot of the movie, too. Darn. I know. Which probably wasn't even the last shot of the entire no, thing. No, probably but. not. He probably filmed it early on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What about some of the other like the other cast members of this of note. Oh, uh, Lance, Lance Hendrickson. Yep. Dick Ooh. Miller. Oh, Dick Miller, man. I was so happy to see him. And then I was so sad when it ended so quickly. I know. I was like, he's dead. No. Like I just knew it. I was like, he's fucking dead. Not and then of course, our, and then our favorite, my, I mean, one of my personal favorites, Bill Paxton. Oh yeah. And he's got a great line in this movie, which we'll, we'll, we'll say when we get to that scene. And I wrote it because I made sure to write it down because it's a very good, good line. But yeah, him and James Cameron, of course, would have a major relationship starting from the Terminator, uh, you know, from Terminator aliens. Uh, he was in Titanic. Probably in other things I can't remember at the moment. <laughs> James Cameron's directed a bunch of stuff. I just I bl- he did true lies, right? James Cameron. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Well, when you mentioned that Lance Hendrickson, of course, went on to do Aliens right after this, too. So. Right, right, right. Because he was Bishop. Yep. Twister. Twister. No, it wasn't. Best the bottle movie ever. I, I and the bottle never hit the ground. <laughs> the suck zone. Yep. Yes, exactly. Oh, God, that movie's so good. Um, we, so and we've good. talked about it on this show. <laughs> <laughs> so check that out. Okay. So yeah, the Terminator. What are our thoughts on the Terminator? Do you remember the first time you ever saw the movie? Mm. Okay, okay. No, all right. Really. Well, 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 tell us your thoughts then on what you thought of the Terminator. I mean, I loved it. I, I mean, words. You mean to go first? They can be no. hard. It, yeah. yeah. Senses and syllables. So I liked for every for the most part. I loved the you know all the special effects, practical effects. Um. There's a few um, 
special effects in here that are are a little uh unlike dodgy. Oh, I'm like <laughs> that's fake. I wonder what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but then there were some moments where I had the to look away at the eyeball. I had to. I was like, mm. oh yes, yeah. Like, I can do. I can do most gruesome things. But when you start putting things in your eyeballs, <laughs> sharp things in your eyeballs, yeah. nah, I'm like, nope, can't yeah. do it. But yeah, at, I loved it. I mean, I don't know what more to say. Loved it. Uh, I don't remember the first time I watched this movie. I want to say maybe it was airing on TV at some time when I was a kid. Like, I don't remember. Um I just remember uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger being very naked. Um, very special, naked. Special, more than I thought. Special, more than I remember. <laughs> special shout out to uh, higher quality re- higher quality transfers and resolutions <laughs> for that cameo of Arnold Schwarzenegger's penis in the beginning of the movie. So, Man, that dong was... <laughs> we had to watch, that dong we had was to watch it twice. Around. You had that just... Wait, that what? Slap going on. Going <laughs> you had to watch it twice? Did you need we to did, see it yeah. again? Yes, no. she did. That's no. fine. Oh. No, 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 we legitimately did, but that's not the reason why. We were watching this on Amazon. Okay. Right, it was on Amazon, right? Yeah, yeah. it was free on Amazon, but the audio was off. Hmm. And you don't really notice because there's not a lot of talking until after his penis says hello. And then you're like, the audio is not synced. And that drives me nuts. Like, I, I cannot deal with that. Like, audio yeah. being off just drives me fucking nuts. So we found a version on YouTube. Video quality is not quite as good, but... We had, you know, we had to watch that scene twice. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I don't remember. I always remember T two because T two I remember from being a kid. I remember the action figures and stuff, and the, why they sold those to kids. I'll be honestly beyond me for that fucking movie. We'll cover it when we get there. But uh, yeah, because they were toys. I, 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 That's it. Exactly. Because they were marketability. Right. Marketability. Um, no, I don't have I don't have memories of this movie much. Like I said, I may have seen a little bit of it, portions of it, portions of it when I was a kid. I, I don't really recall, but seeing it this time uh, was really good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I think it has some pretty good gore. I thought I was thinking there was going to be more because I watched <laughs> I watched Evil Dead with my son a couple oh, days before Jesus. I watched this, what which is three years huh? older. I, yeah. Massively, Bo- both have great effects. But oh, yeah. I would say this this movie has really really good effects outside of specific one she mentioned and we'll talk about when we get there. It's kind of you know, back then the video quality wasn't as good, so maybe you didn't notice as much. I don't know. Whatever. It it doesn't look that great, but most of the rest of it's fantastic. I think they did a good job for what they show. Uh, I feel the movie flows great. Like, it doesn't tell you shit about the beginning. All you know, stuff's happening. You mm-hmm. don't know what she, you know, you don't know who she needs to trust or whatever and it's it's good stuff. Like, Just yeah. All the naked men. Yeah, I, I like uh, the characters. The characters I felt are good. I don't think anybody's like particularly like, oh, he's they're fantastic. But for the movie, I thought everything was was good. No real big issues. Uh, yeah, I, I just thought it. You know, it, it flowed good. It felt good. It was it was a good watch. It's a good movie. I recommend it if you hadn't seen it before. So, I don't know what else to say other than that. Cool guns. There's a Pinto in it. There's some cool older cars. I was pointing it out. Do you remember all those? I'm like, no. But <laughs> Gremlin. Cool. The yeah, gremlin the gremlin. Was the one when they drive to the bridge, right? Under yeah, the bridge. And then there's yeah. a, there's another gremlin later, and there's a pinto they show, and then he drove a big old LTD, like a mid seventies LTD Reese did. It's the one he stole uh, at the beginning of the movie. He stole all every car they drove, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, he stole. Well, Schwarzenegger stole that like Reese wagon in the beginning too. So anyway, 
Enough of that. I'm just saying I noticed it. So. I, I mean, I've seen, I, I don't remember the exact time that I watched this for the first time, but I do remember probably renting this with my dad and just being blown away at how awesome it was, like the, the effects and how cool Arnold Schwarzenegger was and the dude was scary as hell. Because I oh, think this was yeah. probably the first thing I ever saw him in. Was, he did a couple movies before this. No, 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 no. The first thing I ever watched with Arnold Schwarzenegger no, no. in it. But I oh, know of he course. had done I was stuff just beforehand. Thinking, yeah, I was just know, thinking he, out loud. I'm sorry. I mean, he was Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. And he actually released Conan the Destroyer the same year that this came out. Because actually this movie was delayed. Uh, the production was delayed because of the fact that he was filming uh, Conan the Destroyer at the same time. So. Yeah, what are you going to do? Tell Schwarzenegger no? Like, you're a big <laughs> star. Like, no, you can't. Uh, <laughs> Sure, sure, Mr. Schwarzenegger. Whatever you say. <laughs> um, I, I, the performances are really good. Linda Hamilton, I think, knocks it out of the park. Michael Bean is he does too, he does a good job of watching it re, like this this last time. It just some of the scenes just seem like he's going way too hard. Okay, and I'm not fair. talking. I'm not even talking about like the the police station scene where he's trying to explain who he is to the. The psychiatrist. It's more of just like sometimes he's just kind of going over where he needs to be. It's like relax. We we understand the plot here. We know what's going on. Well, this is why um, whenever people think of Terminator, they remember you know Little, Ham- Little Hamilton and Sylvester and Sylvester or sorry, Sylvester Sloan. God, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I know, but they never remember uh, when Michael Bean was that his name? Yeah. Then. I never. I mean, not say he's a bad actor, but he. I guess he just doesn't stand out enough. Maybe you think oh, that's I, the I, problem. I always remembered Michael Bean because I thought his. Perf- I like the character of Kyle Reese, and I thought he did a good job with with the role. But like I said, it just was. You know, I mean, it was the eighties, and this is a very. You know, like like we were talking about before, it's very. You know, James Cameron has always been infamous for being kind of hard to work with. Oh, has he? Okay. So, because he's very, when he has an idea, that idea is what's going to be on screen. There's no diverse, there's no kind of going off track with him. It's kind of like, this is what we're doing. We're going to get it done. Okay. And so he's, it's always been stories that I've heard from starting with aliens, mostly up until even, you know, with Avatar. But I mean, the dude makes blockbusters. You know, as long as he's not torturing his cast or, you know, putting them through shit that they don't want to or hurting them or whatever, then, you know, you do what you do, you do what you do to to produce the pieces you're that people are clearly wanting to see. Well, yeah, I, I can respect not wanting to compromise your vision. Yeah. So the so, yeah, this this movie was always a favorite of mine. Of course, T2 was was the the one I chose over this one all the time just because of where the the direction that the franchise went. You know, 7 years is uh is a long time between movies. Yeah. So it was it was it was a long time for James to kind of sit down and reinvent what he envisioned for this franchise and then once T2 like soared into the stratosphere, then of course it was like, "Well, we're going to do about five more movies." <laughs> And we're like, 
Yay. <laughs> I hope Terminator 3 is good. But we'll get to that. Um, yeah. The effects. Talk about another big time gap. Yeah. The effects are good and bad. Of course, the some of the effects, like Angela was talking about, are just, they don't, you know, they're, they're a little wonky. And you could get, clearly tell the difference between what's real and what's fake. Uh, the effects of the Terminator itself when it's not Arnold Schwarzenegger fucking awesome I love the just the straight oh up. yeah what is it he's a T100 he's a T800 T800 so yeah so he's really I just love the Stan Winston of course did the effects and I mean Stan Winston just rocks Do you know when you just look at something and you're like that shit like you just look at something you're like that's iconic yeah I just I I don't know. You just wonder like who's like sitting down like this is what we're gonna do for Terminator. Then they show it. You're like that shit's gonna stick. So cool. It's so nuts, dude. So a weird fact about this movie that that I read about was that Sarah Connor in this movie is only supposed to be 18 years old. Is she? So and this is based on Terminator Two, because I think John is. Oh, man. He's 11, I think, in Terminator 2 or 12. Something like that. Based on the math of okay. her age when she had John, uh, she was supposedly, because she was pregnant at the end of this movie and he's like 10 or 11, and so it would have made her 29 in Terminator 2, which would have made her 18 in Terminator 1. She doesn't look 18. <laughs> no. Not at all. He was 28. Linda Hamilton 28. herself, yeah. Yeah, she in was... the movie. Like her, she didn't look. No. No, she, she looked like at least mid, should have been mid-20s, late-20s. Her character yeah. should have been. I had no idea if she was supposed to be 18. So, so yeah, it was based on somebody who did the math on the ages of when she had John and how old John was in Terminator 2. So, all righty. Weird, weird fact, but I figured I'd throw it in there. <laughs> hey, it's good. I didn't know. They don't ever mention. Well, you don't even hear her name right away until later they say it, but she she punches in with the time card. That's when yeah. you see her name. Like, yeah. you. you learn. I kind of like that, to well, be honest. You learn Reese's name, like, halfway through the movie. But that's cool, though. I like how they handle that, I think. But yeah, it's really just... hard to take, it's really hard to take notes when I have to write second naked man. 500 times because I don't know his Eight name. second naked man. Wait, did you not and know then, his name was Kyle Reese before seeing this movie? No. Really? You know you know how long it's been since I've seen this movie? Have you not seen the other Terminator movies? No. Oh, all right. Have you not seen well, T2? I've not seen it all the way through. Like, there's there's certain scenes I was, I was talking to him. I was like, what movie was it with the... Uh, how, I don't even know how I... Explained it to you. The metal guy, the liquid metal guy. Yeah, T one thousand. Yeah, yeah. I could, I couldn't remember. But no, yeah. I didn't. I didn't yeah. know his name. Kyle Reese and shows then, up in I think three Terminator movies, like the character. He's, he's mentioned in the later ones, isn't he? Well, yeah, because I mean, he's John's father. So yeah, and I just wrote Arnold down. Dude, you fucking Arnold. spoiled it. Arnold. Arnold. Come on. That's the whole Come point of this dad. show. We spoil the shit out of movies. <laughs> if you're upset, I, I just spoiled that, then uh, sorry. You probably should have listened to 58 other shows that we've done. <laughs> right? This isn't a fresh cuts, damn it. Yeah. 
or we spoil movies there too. Um, just all the spoilers. So, uh, you think there's going to be a a war against the machines in seven years? Probably not in seven years. However, oh, that's when this movie will, says so. Okay, well, fuck this yeah. movie. But I will say, in like real, real. I mean, we were already supposed to have hover skateboards. I just want to point out she's wearing a fucking Jetson shirt in this movie at one point. I just want to point that out. I saw that. Just letting y'all know. But anyway, I, I, the the concerns about AI, I believe, are real. Like, I think those are very well-founded concerns about artificial intelligence. I've heard things about robots. You, I mean, you see what your, the Keurig does. No, but did you not hear about the the robot that they made that became a citizen of whatever country it was from? No, good. Listen, I'm not saying everything's going to turn into a fucking movie, but there are concerns on how how you make a artificial intelligence. All right, Skynet, Skynet's scary. All right, very yeah. much so. T the I think the reason that I didn't see T two all the way through is because it scared the shit out of me. I'm like, is this shit really going to happen? Maybe. It could. Like, I don't want to get chased by a killer robot. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, is that when Kyle's talking to the cop or to the psychiatrist, when he's explaining who he is, he explains the years that he's been active. Mm-hmm. And he said 2021 or he said 21 to 27, I think it was. And I was like, oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, right. We're in oh, that time. Fuck. It's <laughs> happening now. <laughs> oh, please, God, no. We don't need it. All right. Well, are you guys ready to dive into this plot? Let's go. Do it. Let's do this thing. Dun, 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 dun. The coolest Let's... fucking opening of this movie with the, the title card. It's so cool. Where it just it like has shit. all the names, but it's all just the, the letters just intersecting with each other until it gets to the very end. It's just like, boom. And you're like, this fucking score is awesome. And then you keep watching the movie and you're like, what happened to the score? I know, right? <laughs> go. It'd but be funny if every song. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it's LA 2029 and there's war. There's tanks running over skulls, which is a really cool shot because it's all done in miniatures. Um, you find out it's actually just Chicago, like yeah. right now. Oh. I'm just kidding. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. I would have said Calm Detroit, down, but. but uh... That works too. Anyway, yeah, the tank Sorry, running people over from Detroit. Um, yeah. The machines rose from the ashes of nuclear war, and they have taken over the earth. I like the little story they give us at the beginning. Yeah, little, did you? I uh, I I skimmed it. I read, yeah, it's pretty much you summed it up. Yeah, right. there's a nuclear war. The machines are kicking everybody, kicking the humans' asses. So we get. To... <laughs> we gotta stop doing that. We're both about going, to say something going. at the same fucking time. No, go ahead. Stop it. I was just going to make a joke, so start, you're fine. Start raising Just care. <laughs> Badass score over title card with that great Terminator theme that we hear a lot, even during the sexy time scene. Then we flash back to L.A., 1984. Garbage day! Yes! <laughs> Why is this guy picking up garbage so late at night? It's a really late garbage time. I, I, the city that never sleeps. The, uh, the ADR for this is really bad. So you can hear the guy going, whoa, what's going on? 
but it sounds yeah. like it's not coming from him at all. It's like it's coming yeah, from yeah. somewhere else. And then it repeats the same line again when it cuts oh, out no. to the outside of the truck. What's going on? <laughs> As the electricity is like, it's a really cool effect though. Or it's like filling yeah. up the, the the sky with the electricity, mm-hmm. and boom, naked Arnold. I just this the first time I watched it. Yeah, and he gets up. How can you not remember Naked Man? Oh, I mean, and then he walks away from the camera, and it's just like, damn, Arnold, you doing some glute exercises right there, bud? I know, right? <laughs> That's an well, ass I'm right there, boy. <laughs> he, he was Miss U- Mister Universe, so I mean, yeah. He wasn't the only Mr. Universe in this movie, by the way. He was not. Yes, he was not. I saw that. He had to have a booty. He looks over the city and you realize, I don't know if this is, I don't think this is green screen. <laughs> yeah, it actually looks good. Or E.T. Yeah, E.T. <laughs> one shot yeah, at the beginning happened? of the movie. Come on, Steven, what happened? <laughs> You're never going to let Terminator do it better. <laughs> it, had like, it had like half the budget. Uh, yeah. We then see Bill Paxton and his goons or cronies. They try messing with him. I love the, you know, Bill Paxton's hairstyle. He's got the blue spikes going on. But the line that he delivers when Arnold is just kind of staring at him and he's just like, this man's a couple short of a six pack. Yeah. Such yep. a great line. Great line. And he then goes, close. I need your clothes. And they're like, Psh. Yeah, okay. And they all like whip out knives and then he just starts tossing them. And man, he just shoves his fist through this man's body, raises him up in the air, and then pulls it out. And you're like, this is how this shit is starting right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, he does get stabbed too because it shows like oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it shows him. Arnold gets stabbed and he just like just takes it, obviously. Yep. Gives this fucker <laughs> a show Ryukin. And and then you got the one guy who you think is like gonna get back into the fight, but he just ends up taking off his clothes. So He's like, here, have. take it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to mess with I you. I mean, I would. Oh, absolutely. I would have seen this man walking up and be like, I'm gonna move on. Yeah, I'm I want done. nothing to do with this guy. So we get another lightning show, uh, kind of in the city, in an alleyway, a very dirty alleyway, by the way, and. It's a just a this is just a regular guy because he 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 enters into this space a little frazzled, you know. Yeah, Arnold yeah. is like badass superhero pose rises up and goes, and then you have Kyle just like, oh god, that was oh the worst god. trip of my life. <laughs> I just had a moment. <laughs> you just so had a moment, Arnold. I just had a moment. So Arnold. So he doesn't actually use his legs to lift him up. He uses go-go gadget penis. It's like a jack. Oh, we forgot to mention that. He's walking towards the camera. And boy, you see little Arnold just swinging in the breeze. He's just like, I'm here too, guys. I've read into this because I was like, what is in this movie? Before I turn it on and watch it with, you know, kids. With your kids present? Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, they ended up going with my aunt uh, or sister-in-law, their aunt. To go do something, but like they're like due to higher definition. Yes, due to higher definition. Excuse me, you can see Arnold's penis. I'm like, I'm glad they're not here, <laughs> so I don't have to explain this. Yeah, because I don't remember as a kid seeing this scene. I mean, I watched it. You know, the first time you see it is on VHS. You don't see yeah. it. You don't see it. I, was, <laughs> I just assumed like you know it's gonna be man ass. You know, that's yeah. I remember seeing the, the part where he comes in. There's man ass. You know, it's whatever. No big thing. 
when we're talking about this right now, we're not saying there's anything wrong with a little no, dong on the screen. No, it's fair. It's fair. It should be. <laughs> but yeah, it just was like it was one of those things. You're like, oh shit, I just saw Arnold Schwarzenegger's dick. It makes sense in the context of the film. He's not well, just yeah. being naked to be naked. There's no. a point behind it. Yeah. I mean, Kyle has to explain it later to Sarah about, you know, that he they have to come naked. Oh no, he explains it to the psychiatrist about how yeah. he has to like come use the time travel thing naked or whatever. Inorgan inorganic matters isn't won't transport through. Right. So So yeah, he uh we, we meet Kyle Reese, which you don't really figure out his full name until later in the movie, but we all know it's Kyle Reese. And he robs a homeless guy. In the most casual way possible, too. Batman took my <laughs> pants. I, that's the thing is like Kyle's putting on his pants so casually. Like he didn't like I feel like the guy just gave him the pants. And then once the cop came over, the homeless guy's like, it took my pants. And then they kept they've just and Kyle runs the, away. The homeless guy trying to take the heat off him. He clearly did something he wasn't supposed to. Yeah. The uh, the sound design as he's running through the store is so off. It's like it, you can hear him breathing really hard, but it doesn't sound like it sounds like he's in a booth yeah. going. <laughs> yeah, he, but it's not coming from the character himself in the movie. You're just like, yeah, yeah. Where is this coming from? I was like looking around my house like, is someone breathing behind me? What's happening? Yeah, we were talking about this morning. I was like, you know, again, it's been a long time like her since I've seen this movie. And I was like, I do not remember this opening. You know, with essentially a chase through a clothing store. Like, I do not remember any of this. <laughs> Don't and worry. He, oh, go ahead. He's very silent. Yeah, do you, he's, he very, runs, he's very light-footed when he's running around. Like, when he when he runs up the escalator? Yeah. Like, you hear nothing. because he's got them fucking Nikes on. Oh, yeah, they gotta show that product placement. Nikes. <laughs> yeah. He's got those, those, those uh, like, Velcro, like, strap ones that strap yeah. across the top. Yeah. yeah. But he's, like, he jumps down, and you hear, you don't hear him land. It's like, like a ninja. Okay. This is Spider-Man powers. Yeah. This won't, and trust me, as I say this, and I, but I won't spoil it. This won't be the last Terminator movie to have a chase the chase scene through a clothing store. Probably the same fucking clothing store too, by the way. Um, Probably. You got to get them Nikes. He steals a shotgun from the cop car because clearly cops leave with their shotgun in their car not locked, and the car's not yeah. locked. But I guess it's 1984 in L.A. What? It was a different time. There's no centralized. So. There's no yeah. centralized locking. I'm just gonna take it out of this little. Yeah, just Plymouth Fury. Just, yeah. Thanks, guys. No problem. And you gotta find Sarah Connor. We meet Sarah Connor as she's riding on her moped, looking good. Sarah or uh, Linda Hamilton. Yeah, she was. She was a pretty lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and she's late for work again at the diner yeah. that. Uh, I think was the same diner that was held up by uh, held up in Pulp Fiction. It's pretty much the same. Um, and the Terminator in the next scene, he steals a station wagon by literally tearing the fucking thing apart just to get to the mechanism to turn it on. Yeah, just in it's just yeah, he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was not, the early '80s. They didn't have a lot of that electronic bullshit right, on there. Right, so right. You, yeah, yeah, it was a lot easier to uh, hotwire a car. Yep. Sarah's not having a good day at work. She's messing up orders. She doesn't know whose food is whose. And then some dick of a kid 
puts a scoop of ice cream in her pocket. And I would have, and she just casually looks at the kid. I would have turned to him and been like, you little shit. Just tossed him out the fucking doors. Why would you waste ice cream, though? I know. What's wrong with this kid? kids suck? I'm sorry. Right? Movie kids (laughs) suck. Sure. Um, your kids, your kids watch this in a few years. Like, Dad, it's all, it's all with love. Uh, the Terminator, <laughs> the Terminator visits Dick Miller at the gun shop, and man, he knows a lot about guns. And Dick Miller's impressed. He's like, "You know your stuff." But the Terminator isn't all about this waiting game. But he's like, "That's going to be fifteen day waiting uh, to get that uh, the pistol. You can get a little bit sooner." And he's just like, "Nope." Welcome to California. Yeah, fucking loads up the shotgun. He's like, you can't do that. And he's like, yes, I can. And just blows him away. But you don't see it. You just see it from the point of view of uh, the Terminator. But Dick Miller. I was a little upset that was cut. I was a little upset. I was kind of like, I want to see Dick Miller get blasted. Gone too soon, Dick Miller. R.I.P. Yeah. I want to be shot with a spas. Sure. That thing's got some. I don't. Yeah, yeah, that thing's got some power. Kyle modifies his setup. He saws off the end of the shotgun. He steals from the cop car. He kind of modifies it so it like fits inside of his trench coat. Yeah, like a loop that goes on his shoulder. Yeah, that he can wear along with that trench coat. It's a clever idea. Yeah. The Terminator goes hunting for Sarah Connor. He literally does. Well, Kyle at first does it where he takes. He finds the a few of the names in the phone book, he rips that page out, but then the Terminator does the same thing. And I love it when he rips the guy out of the phone booth. The guy's like, man, you got a real attitude problem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I thought like he was fixing to like, fuck this boy up, you know, like he was just going to like rip his fucking head off, throw it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, off and beat him to death with it. <laughs> yep. And he lo- also locates the same names and addresses. So it's time to go hunting. Hunting season. Mm-hmm. So he goes hunting in the first house he shows up to, which is great. He pulls up and goes up to the door, knocks on it, and of course the woman's like, "Yes," and he's like, "Sarah Connor, yes." And then he's just—I love the like the slow mo like break in where he pushes her. Yep. And she's just like in absolute shock, and then he pew pew. Oh yeah, that's right—the gun with the the laser sight. It's uh, looks like you- a go ahead. Is it a Ruger? It may. I don't know specifically. I don't think it's a Ruger unless Ruger made these. It's a 1911. I just don't know who produced it. I don't know if it's a Colt, Ruger, whatever. Tons of people make 1911. But it's a long barrel 1911. Right. I was trying to remember what uh, Dick Miller said, because I think he said Ruger. And it's like, this is the newest Any one man. that we've gotten where it's got the, the laser sight. Anything that you point at, you're going to hit. Anything you point at, you bang. Oh, sorry. Different movie. <laughs> Wrong movie. <laughs> That's a movie. That, that's a movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a spicy meatball. Oh man! But this isn't the right Sarah Connor, there, big guy. Sarah watches, uh, the uh, watches it all in the news. This is really fast, by the way. Like, what was the time frame between him, this woman getting killed and Sarah, the the actual Sarah Connor that we're following, finding out on the news? That a woman named Sarah Connor died. It was very fast. And her friend literally who works with her is just like, you're dead. Yeah. Surprise. Kyle. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, backwards. It, it is. It's it's not a Ruger. It's a AMT 
Hardballer Long Slide. So it's a 45 with a long slide on it. But he does mention Ruger. Ruger is mentioned, like Ruger Security Sixes and stuff. So, yeah. Probably sometime in that conversation, Ruger's mentioned, and it's on the outside of the gun store. So Kyle is kind of chilling next to a construction site, which is probably the poor a poor place to hide out when you're having like PTSD when you're looking yeah. at the construction equipment. You're like, oh, Terminators. And you're like, what are you yeah. doing there? <laughs> that's what it is. Well, actually, he goes like, there to steal the car because that's where the car was that he takes. Yeah, and that's what it's like. It's like that's moving the, the, the track, like the yeah, tractor yeah, yeah. from like the digger or whatever the hell yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the hunter killer? The ones with yeah, the tracks? It, it's a cool splice because it's like modern day, our time. And then the skulls. Our time. And then it cuts the few, like in one shot. It's kind of yeah, neat yeah. how it does that. And. So yeah, so he has a flashback of the war. You got the, I guess these are the hunter killers. Or no, I think the hunter killers are the things that are flying around. Maybe the, I was the ones on the ground. No, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look. We'll find out. Yeah, it might we'll be figure, important. We'll figure all this lore out for you, everybody. You probably already yeah. know, but we're gonna tell you again. Uh, so yeah, so he's they're trying to take take down the tank one, the tank terminator, as I called it in my notes, and. Man, this girl gets evaporated. The one girl in this whole squad, she goes to throw the the grenade out there and just yes. gets evaporated. Just <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> okay, so they're <coughs> we're both right. Because the tanks, the ones with the treads are hunter-killer tanks, and then the ones in the sky are hunter-killer aerial. So they're both hunter-killers. Right. Yeah. Was this the same scene where it shows him throw the grenade under the tank terminator and it takes the tracks out? Yeah, because that's during the scene where he's like throws it and then the other girl steps out to throw the other one and then that's when she gets blasted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So the next scene is when they're at Sarah's apartment and her her roommate Ginger is obsessed with her Walkman or whatever tape player she's using, but she will not take it off. She doesn't even take it off when she's getting boned. All right. This (laughs) she loves it. She's obsessed. And her boyfriend, Matt, calls and Sarah picks up and he starts like having some phone sexy time with her and she's having a good time. She's laughing and stuff. And I love the the flip where she's like, hey, Matt. And he's like, oh, Sarah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Who is this? Yeah. <laughs> then he then he doesn't she hand the phone off to her ginger or whatever. Ginger. And he, like without yeah, missing a beat, picks right yeah. back right up. Back yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we then meet our two main cops. We got Traxler, uh, played by Paul Winfield, and v- Vukovic, which is Lance Hendrickson's character's name. Didn't know that. We get shit on this whole movie. Yeah, he this the his boss is a major dick to him. And they noticed that the last two murders, so another woman was killed off screen. You didn't get, you yep. didn't see this kill, but it was a, a, two girls that were murdered that were both named Sarah Connor. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh shit, we probably should call all the other Sarah Connors and get them, you know, some protection. But they can't get a hold of the, the right Sarah. So Sarah gets. So this is when they're uh, Sarah and Ginger are getting ready to go out on a like a double date, and Sarah's date uh, kind of he's busy, so he can't come. 
the the guy on the answering machine is James Cameron, the one who stands uh, stands her up. Dan is dying currently. Everybody, he he is. We might need to get him some help. Yeah, I know, right? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> he says. So yeah, so Sarah gets stood up. James Cameron's the guy on the answering machine. What a piece of shit. I can't believe they let her make this movie. Yeah, <laughs> what a piece of shit. You don't stand up, Linda Hamilton. <laughs> Absolutely not. Especially with that hair. Damn. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she decides she's going to go to the movies. And Ginger and her boyfriend are just going to stay back and hang out at the house. Mostly bang it out. Um, yeah. <laughs> Kyle follows her. And she gets a little weirded out as she's like walking down the street. She's like, eh, this dude's following me. I'm going to sneak into this club. It's like called like neon noir or something like that. I think that's the club tech noir. Tech noir. And so the immediate thing was that she's got a, she needs to find a phone because she's going to call the police and the police are trying to contact her, but no one can hear it because Ginger's literally listening to her tape deck as she's having sex. So, all right. Nice. And she's not even like, I feel like she's not even enjoying the sex. She's enjoying what she's listening to right now. Cause she's just, she's just jamming. And he's just like, yeah, he's sweating it up. <laughs> the, 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 um, the sex scene from the movie where the girl is dancing on top. Oh, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Oh yeah. Part six. That's, that's exactly. The one that exactly didn't have nudity in it. Yeah. So, yeah, so she's all weirded out. She goes in, she asks about a phone, and they're like, hey, you still got to pay to go in there. $450. You're like, $450 to get into a club? Damn. What a shit-ass cover charge. (laughs) What is that? Do you think it's more? I mean, it's got to be more now if you go into a club. I don't know. I don't. I've I've never been in one. I don't even know. (laughs) So she calls the cops. Well, actually, no. We go back to the police station, and the, the press are being annoying, asking a bunch of dumb questions. And the cops try to get a hold of the right Sarah, but there's no no luck. But Sarah uh, ends up calling them after she sees the news that there were two women killed by the name of Sarah Connor. Yeah. She's like, oh, no. And she goes, calls the cops, and they're like, all right, so what we need you to do is we need you to chill out, don't move, and if you see anybody conspicuous, just... Hold tight. You're you're good if as long as you're in a public place. She's yep. like, okay. Yep. So she goes and sits down at a table. She notices Kyle in the mirror, but she doesn't see uh, you know, Arnold who literally walks through the front doors and just tosses the freaking bouncer like he was nothing. Hey, that guy didn't pay. He's like, yeah. he's like, get out of my way. And then everybody's like, I say it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say nothing to keep dancing. The funniest thing is before she gets a hold of the, or at, it was, I think after I'm trying to, Oh no, she's not at this club yet. I am way, I am throwing the, the facts all down. <laughs> she goes to a bar. And that's where yeah. she notices the thing on the TV. TV. Yes, you're right. So she goes to try to use the payphone, and the payphone don't work. And you have this creepy motherfucker standing behind that's- her. Just eyeing her the whole time. That's what I said. I was like, what's this dude's problem? Yeah, what is going on here? Sorry about that, everybody. I I, I was mixing my my locations around here. But we're he back on track. Cringe. Yeah, he was weird. I was waiting for him to follow her out of the 
the bar yeah. when she left. I was like, this is going to be an uncomfortable situation. So Sarah leaves, and she notices Kyle, and she heads to the club. So here we go. We're back on the track here. <laughs> maybe I'll edit that out. Maybe I won't. I don't care. Uh, the Terminator goes <laughs> to Sarah's apartment, and I Ginger's still rocking out. She can't hear shit because the Terminator goes through the sliding door and just, hey, what the fuck, man? And he just gets in the mat. Matt just gets tossed yeah. all over this Which- room. She's what? making oh, good. what kind of sandwich was she making? It looks fucking delicious. It looks so good. It's like a stack, like a Dagwood style sandwich. Everybody gets that reference. That looked delicious. And, and celery with peanut butter on it. All right, I respect yeah, I it, but I, I like don't. But I would rather have cream cheese. Oh, yes. Ooh, oh. I don't want celery at all. Oh, celery yes. with cream cheese is delicious. Well, Ginger, I don't know why she put it on there. She just got plenty of cream cheese from her boyfriend, so carry on. Yeah, but that wasn't in her... Oh, well, it could have been in her mouth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that worked out oh, perfectly. So, yeah, so she's making the sandwich. Her boyfriend's getting tossed around upstairs, and she walks back to the room, and that's when her and when Matt's body just gets thrown through the door, and she's just like, oh, shit, and she tries to run in the Terminator shoots her in the back and it's a really dramatic fall where she like dives forward when she gets shot. Yeah. Oh. And then he walks up to her and puts like seven more rounds into her. <laughs> yeah, like why did he shoot so many times? Being thorough. And I'm pretty sure a couple would do. Yeah. He wanted to make sure that she was eliminated. This was the worst timing of all time because Sarah oh, then yeah. calls the apartment and tells and leaves a message on the answering machine of where exactly she is yeah. as the Terminator is done killing Ginger. You're like, you could have called five minutes after. It's not the first it's, time she does this in this movie. This is poor time. Oh, yeah, that that's a uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, hold um, on. We got we got to mention something else before we completely move on from the scene. Special shout out to Pugsley. Oh, yes. The yeah. awesome iguana. You just got to point yes. this out. They're like trying to eat her face the first time she tried to love on it. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like Pugsley, you're a beast. And then knocks over the the food on like honey grams and shit on top of the fridge. Yeah. I'm gonna turn you into a wallet or something like that. Oh no, yeah, she's yeah. I'm gonna turn you into a belt. Yes. So the Terminator now knows where Sarah is and what she looks like because he finds like an ID in a yeah, drawer. Yeah, finds her ID. Yep. Sarah finally that. gets. Yeah, seriously. What the hell? <laughs> In in a random drawer in the living room. Not even the, like yeah. her bedroom. No. Sarah finally gets a hold of the cops. And that's when they tell her to stay put and all that jazz. Like I stated before. The Terminator gets to the club really fucking fast. How close does she live to this club? It can't be that far, yeah. right? But she did start off with her moped and then walked. But still, how far does she live from this club? Because he gets there quick. Like quick. Very and he quick. tosses that bouncer out of the way. Everybody's just like, sure, dude, walk right in. <laughs> no one yep, blinks yeah. an eye. And no one else in this club blinks an eye to this dude just tossing the bouncer. Yeah, and he's just like, ah, it's California. Yeah. He's just about to take her out. And Kyle saves the day. I love the dance moves as everybody's dancing. And the Terminator's just like going in between them all. I just want to know, like, here's the thing. I know it's for dramatic effect in the film because he like whips back the the trench coat, trench coat pulls yeah. a shotgun fucking racks that shit and i was like why didn't you have it loaded to begin with <laughs> if he knew what he was coming here for 
Like right, right, his right, intentions right. are like like I would have one of the tube, dude. I'd just be ready to go pa pa pa, you know. But anyway, I, it still it looked cool, but I'm just saying. So yeah, so Kyle shoots the Terminator before he can shoot Sarah, and these are really dramatic like shots. Like he takes, he shoots him twice, it blows him back. He gets up, he starts using the Uzi he bought or he stole. To, he just starts wasting the whole place. Well, he there's really not a lot of victims though in here. There's not. No, I think, I think no. there was maybe one person who gets shot, and that's the one who is behind Sarah as she's trying to run yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. So. I felt like that was that was I, I I liked that I felt like it wasn't necessary for it to be just because because the Terminator is there to get Sarah he's not there to kill everyone else and the only reason he's shooting at Kyle is because Kyle's shooting at him yeah yeah so the fact like well, he just didn't walk in and just start shooting you know innocent people that whole situation with the with the with with the person getting shot technically behind Sarah. Yeah, gets shot and then like kind of falls over and falls over under her. Yeah, it's totally plausible since the nine millimeter would be, or sorry, the Uzi used that would be chambered in nine millimeter to hit like center or back. So the lodge would, the round would not go through the victim more than likely. They would hit the person, they would fall over. So you don't have to worry about over penetration. So very plausible. So Sarah, yeah, so Sarah's pinned underneath uh, this body and the Terminator comes up to kind of finish his job and Kyle puts a few more rounds into him and knocks him out the, the front of the building. Bop, bop. Yeah. And that's where you get the line where he comes up to Sarah and he goes, come with me if you want to live. Yes. And it's time to run. So they run really fast and you get the really slow run by Arnold Schwarzenegger as he's trying to run as robotic as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah. And they're just like, yeah. fuck. Kyle <laughs> then turns around. He starts shooting at a car to cause it to blow up. Sure. Which was a, a cool effect, I guess. Yeah. Is it's it plausible? Cool. Yeah, sure. No. Yeah. Not very, but sure. <laughs> so, yeah. So they hop into a car. They he, he he starts driving backwards. The Terminator jumps onto the hood and just one punches through the windshield to grab her. And... As he whips out of the alleyway, the Terminator kind of flies off of the uh, the car. And yeah. I love when he dramatically gets because like a cop shows up and the cops trying to yeah. call it in and he gets up and he's all smoky. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. just ta- he's like, hey, hey, sit down. And he just takes the cop and just tosses him like a Burger King rapper. <laughs> yeah, get out of here, bitch. Gets, yeah, gets in the car and gets out of there. We get a high speed L.A. chase. Sarah is absolutely terrified. She could give a flying fuck what this man is saying to her. She is scared. He's like, I'm Kyle Reese, one, three, seven, something, something, you know, blah, blah. He's explaining who he is, but she's just like, ah, being kidnapped. Yeah. And yeah, she's just really scared, which is understandable. Yeah, exactly. He, so he pretty much explains who he is and that he is there to protect her. Why? We won't know that yet until later on in the movie. Kyle, uh, sorry, the Terminator can manipulate his voice, which is a pretty cool little feature he's got where he calls into the, because he he hears a uh, call about the car that they're driving, and so he answers in the cop that he takes the car from, uses his voice to, to answer. 
pretty cool that he can replicate voices. I thought yeah. that was a neat little touch. So this is when Kyle goes into more of an explanation about who, what the Terminator is, that he is a cyborg uh, that is was sent to kill her because of things that she is connected to in the future. She's like, what? You're a crazy man. You kidnapped me. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And he, he, you know, he's trying to, he's explaining what model he is and that there were models that didn't look very human, but now like they were easy to detect. And now they are not so easily detectable because they have skin, blood, muscle, all everything a human has, but uh, empathy feelings, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just like, what are you talking about? I'm terrified. <laughs> this just sounds like drug speak. Is this drug yeah, speak? So are you a homeless man high on drugs? <laughs> Possibly. No, but I stole his pants earlier. Yep. Yeah. The Terminator is coming so fast. And oh, this is when they're in the parking garage. And all the cars are kind of like all the cop cars are searching for them. And yes, the Terminator yes. hears the call. So he zooms there. Kyle tells Sarah the history of what's going on. Uh, Kyle was born after Judgment Day. And he, you know, was pretty much lived in the slums. Like he pretty much lived in garbage and stuff like that until a man named John Connor saved him. And brought him to the cause to help stop the machines uh, from taking over the worlds. And yeah, you're you're uh, you're John Connor's mother, and she's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And I just went out to watch a fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> so the Terminator finds them in the parking garage, starts shooting at them. We get another. We get a cool high speed chase. This is probably the coolest chase of the film. Because the Terminator, uh, you know, chases them through the uh, just through the streets, and Kyle's hanging out the side of the car. He's blasting with the shotgun. The Terminator is somehow not hitting him with the gun he's using, and he then they are like driving towards a wall. It's just a dead end of of this road, and they avoid it. But the Terminator just keeps going and smokes this wall. And I love the dummy inside the car when it hits the wall. Like, Ooh, I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, sweet. This is this is so, so cool. And after this, all the cops come. Kyle wants to fight, but Sarah's like, they'll kill you. So you don't do that. So they're like, all right, whatever. So he they he gets arrested. Sarah gets taken in because, of course, they think that she was kidnapped. She finds out her friend's dead. So she's very sad. Yeah. Very, very sad. And she even goes, are you sure? And like, yeah, we're, we're 100% sure. sure. So they ask her if she wants to talk to a psychiatrist. And it's just really, uh, the, his name is Earl Bowen. He plays Silberman. <coughs> yeah. And yeah. he's uh, like half asleep. And he's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, sure. Let's do this. And her first question is, is, is Reese crazy? And he's like, we're going to find out. So the, the cops at the scene of the crash, they go to the car and the Terminator's not there. There's no one there. So yeah. the next time we see the Terminator, he is at a, a room where he's got to fix himself up. We then cut back to Reese 
explaining who he is to the psychiatrist and pretty much explaining that when they used a device that like Skynet used a device that sent the Terminator to the past to kill Sarah Connor. So Kyle volunteered to be sent back too, but they ended up destroying that device, meaning Kyle and the Terminator can't go back to the future. <laughs> yep. There it is. There's our reference. So, so yeah, so there's no going home for Kyle. It's a, you know, either he fails or he succeeds in this mission or he fails. And there's one way street. Yep. That's, that's it. And he also, doesn't he, doesn't he elaborate about how they managed to send him through? Cause I talk about no, no, only organic matter can go through, but the only reason the T 800 could is because he's organic on the outside. Yeah. That's why he could go through. So, which I thought was a cool way of explaining it. So the Terminator does some surgery. This is where you get the really wonky effects of. Um, so he, they show a side view of him taking out his eye. You don't get to see it. You just see like the, him remove his eye. But then when he puts it in the sink, he looks into the mirror and and boy, oh boy, that's a it's an odd looking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah he's very pasty. Yeah. Looks like he's plate made out of Play-Doh and he's about to melt. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think the funniest thing is that they show this effect of of uh, because I feel the whole thing was is because he has the the cyborg eye, like the red yeah. eye there. But there's a scene later in this movie where it's Arnold, it's actually Arnold's face with the cyborg yes. eye. And I'm like, why didn't they just do that for this scene? Exactly. Like, it wasn't like he was cutting into himself. I, I mean, they agree. did show, I mean, the, the scene they show right before he does the eye surgery is him cutting open his arm. And then he like messes with the mechanisms to kind of fuck with his hand. And his hand looks really weird too. It's really chunky. Like it's all, and it's all <laughs> the, um, like moving. Very chunky. I'm like why does it keep moving? I will say the effect of him like using the, the hobby knife and actually cutting into his forearm looked really good. Mm -hmm. Like the mm -hmm. actual like slicing through his skin to the forearms. That's very convincing. And we, oh, we brought up, we thought that the blood that they use, the, the actual blood they use may have acted like a lubricant. Oh, yeah. for some of the metal. It's a thought. It may not be the case, but since it's it makes, real I mean, blood, it, it makes sense. Not like they, they could have altered organs. it. So, yeah, excuse me. You could have some, uh, uh, the way they altered it to add, make it add, act as lubricant as well, but still be uh, non synthetic. Right. So he throws the shades on because he doesn't have a, an eye to replace the one he took out. So he's got to wear some shades so he can still pull off uh, being a human. And it's time to hunt. As he throws open the mattress and he's just got guns laying on there, loads himself up. He's got the cool black leather jacket now. He's ready to go. These cops are enjoying the hell out of the Kyle Reese show as he is just spewing off all of this stuff about everything. And they're all just like, this dude is certifiably insane. And as all that is going down, the 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 cops decide hey sarah you you should stay here it's you know you need some rest take a nap on this really comfy couch yeah and as she goes to sleep the terminator walks into this police station right as silberman leaves yeah yep. so will we see him in sequels you'll have to wait and see so the terminator walks in he goes up and 
the way he asked the questions are very, they weren't very robotic. They were very, they seem like he was just like, I am a friend of Sarah Connor's. I do. I, uh, Sarah Connor here. And they're like, yeah, she's, uh, she's in for questioning. He's like, oh, I just want to see her. And he's like, well, you're, you know, you're just going to have to wait over there on the bench. And that's when he leans in and goes, I'll be back and walks out. I can't do a very good Arnold impression. No, no, you're that's good. That's the best yeah. I can do. Uh, so he walks out and he gets in his car and I love it shows. It shows the cop behind the desk first before it then pans to the doors and the car just driving through and it takes his desk and just pushes him into the wall. Yes. Oof. Oof. He's going to have a major stomachache after that one. He has a different vehicle than he had earlier in the movie. Yep. Because he like stole like a Nova now. He's he's a cool guy now. Yeah, he's got that silver Nova, black hood. It's a clean Nova. Cool guy. Yeah. So a shot there. This is where we get the shootout in the police station. The Terminator's just walking down the hallways. He's getting shot, but he's also just wasting all these cops. He shoots the uh, the chief there or whatever Traxler, and Lance Hendrickson comes out with his gun and, and it doesn't show him die, but you kind of assume that he gets wasted because yeah, he gets when, lit the fuck up. Yeah, and this is when I, the cop that's like watching Reese walk like opens the door to see, hey, what's going on in here? And then yeah. and then Lance Hendrickson was like. Keep an eye on him and runs away. And then as the guy shuts the door, he turns around and Reese just knocks him out. Yeah. Takes his keys on, takes the uh, cuffs off, gets all of his stuff back. And then he's got to go get Sarah. So this is uh, the Terminator continues his rampage. He's taking all everybody out. Kyle takes Sarah out of the police station. The Terminator tries to stop him, but he can't do it. And they drive off. This is when this is a gremlin, right? This is the car they was driving. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. steal a gremlin. Yes, sir. so they're driving down the road, and the car runs out of gas. So they go, "Hey, let's push this off the road, and don't push it off the road." Yeah, they don't even push it. They're like, "We need yeah. to push the car off the road," and then immediately just walk away. Right? It doesn't even cut to them walking. It's just like we need to push the car off the road. Start walking into the woods. You know? Wait a second. <laughs> It'll be fine. So that car is just sitting on the side of the road still. All right, cool. So, yeah, they walk to down under a bridge. And it's really cold, but somehow it's May in California, but it's really cold. I was like, all right, sure. So Sarah decides she's going to bandage Kyle up because he's bleeding. And while she's doing it, she tells Kyle to tell her story and she, he tells her more about John. She doubts her involvement with this whole thing. She's like, how can it be me? How can I be the woman, the mother of the future? The, the, the mother of the person who's going to save everything. So she's just, she's just in a bit of a, of a shock. She doesn't, she's kind of figuring everything out. She just doesn't understand. And he, Kyle pretty much tells her like, yeah, the, the future is, is, is rough. Like in a few years, this, everything you see is going to be gone. So we need to figure this shit out. We got to prevent your death because if you die, it's just going to get worse. I like it. Even at this time, even specifies like they don't even know who started the nuclear war. 
Like, yeah. and they could easily have like Russia because it's still Cold War at right. this time. So, but no, they're just like we have no idea who started it. Yeah, yeah. And they while he's telling the story, it shows the I I say flashback, but it's not really a flashback. If he went to the past, it would be a flash forward. <laughs> oh, where it shows a really, really rough situation. Kyle, like, kind of. Um, this is where. This was, uh, I think, the scene where Kyle is fighting with the tank thing. He throws the grenade under the tracks. It blows up the tank terminator, and then he hops in the car, right, and drives away, like really no, that, fast. The, and that, the car actually flips too. No, that's a different scene. That was oh, uh, well, maybe that was... is part. That would that this. I think the car scene was earlier, but I know the one with the tank tread was about midway through the movie. This is where he like, shows up back at the base or whatever, right? And he's yeah, walking around, and everybody is just yeah. You got the German Shepherd uh, there. Um, they're the the Terminator detection dogs. Yep. So he's walking through, and you see like everybody's dirty and hungry, and it's just it's rough down there. You got two people. You got a mother and daughter watching TV. The best thing on TV down there is just fire. Just watching, yep. watching the fire. Yep. Kyle stares at a picture of Sarah. Until a Terminator breaks into the lair and lays waste to everyone. And that Terminator was played by another Mr. Uh, was it uh, Mr. Universe? I think so, yes. Franco Colombo, who was <clears throat> a good friend of Arnold Schwarzenegger's. And so he was able to persuade them, the production, to cast him as another Terminator. I was like, well, you got me as a Terminator. Probably should have a guy of similar stature play another one. So yeah, absolutely. He comes in with the minigun and just lays waste to everybody down there. Yes. He Kyle drops the picture into the fire. No, no, not the picture of Sarah. Sarah and Kyle the next morning move along. The, the Terminator searches for a possible location of Sarah. And boy, we get more of those really wonky face effects <laughs> where he is. I, I don't even remember what he was actually doing. Is he like looking in a mirror or something? Yeah, I don't remember why they were doing that. Like, what? Was this oh. with the um? Was this with the the cleaning guy? Yeah, or he's like, hey, oh yeah, the he's like, yeah, yo, you're all right in there. Like he asks about cleaning or something. He's just like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, because he, like, searches through possible responses or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He looks like, um, you ever watch T uh, Hunger Team, Aqua Team Hunger Force? Yep. He looks like that guy. That, I can't remember his Carl? name. Yes, he looks Their like neighbor? Carl. Yeah. The, the janitor yeah. guy, yeah. <laughs> First thing that popped into my head. That's great. I didn't think about that. <laughs> so Kyle and Sarah get a hotel room. And... Yeah, I thought it was really cool. They got the German Shepherd that was outside the hotel, and Kyle kind of interacts with it. That was James Cameron's actual dog. Oh, cool! You know, uh, and he goes. He, you know, Sarah needs to take a shower, so she takes a shower, and Kyle's like, "I'm gonna go get some supplies." And while he's gone, Sarah talks to her mom on the phone, and unfortunately, it's not her mom. The Terminator gets to her mom first. Kills her. Uh, you would guess. You don't see a body. No, no. Just the, 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 the cabin's cabin. ransacked. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so she pretty much tells her mom where she is or who she thinks is her mom. And so Kyle comes back with all the supplies and he teaches her how to make bombs or whatever these what are these like pipe bombs. Yeah, it's made with plastic explosive. Calls it plastique. Yeah, plastic explosives inside the pipe bomb. And they get into the whole thing about how, like, this is never going to end because, you know, you can't, you know, this isn't, this thing is so hard to kill. Yeah. That it's just going to keep coming for you and coming for you until we destroy it somehow. So Sarah asks about if there's any women um, in the future that, like, he had a thing for. And he's like, nah. And he pretty much tells her he's a virgin. He's never, never done anything. And that's when um, he explains how the reason he volunteered was that he was in love with her. And he he wanted to personally be the one to save her. Because he always had a thing for her. Because she was, you know, she was a legend. Yeah. The lady in the picture. And that's when we get the sexy time. And boy, it is. Yeah. It's you get it. I, I don't remember <laughs> seeing this much, but I was like, all right. All right, Linda yeah. Hamilton. Yep. At the very end of it, at the very end of it, Kyle looks at Sarah dead in the eyes and says, "Come with me if you want to live." And da 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 da. da. <laughs> and that's. And in the scene cuts, we we go to the it's next. It's funny part. though. It's like the first time you know she's known this guy for how long? Not even a day, and um, she just lets him, you know. Go inside for the first on the first try. He's like, she's like, fuck it. Like, that's right, what she whatever. did. Yeah. Okay. They, hey, they hey. just get past each, the first date. Yeah, right. To each their own, right? They're getting chased by a Terminator for crying out loud. Yeah. That's when she got her cream cheese. <laughs> so carry on. <laughs> oh, the Terminator is in route. Oh, okay. I guess he's here. It's really quick. And I love oh, is that sex Kyle- scene. <laughs> yeah. I have to say the same thing. Carry on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Carry on. I'll, I'll stop. I'm sorry. I'll stop. Uh, so Kyle literally walks up to this truck and GTA yoinks this guy right out of the door. Oh. Just opens the door. Gra- it was literally like playing GTA. Just And then we get the video game music after. So it, per- it fits perfectly. Yeah. I'm pretty sure thing. I said that same thing. I was like, they just GTA this <laughs> <Yeah>. guy. <laughs> So we get another high speed chase. This is the third one of the movie. Uh, Kyle starts tossing the bombs and until, and then he gets shot and it's, this one's pretty, pretty bad. Sarah knocks uh, the Terminator off of his bike, uh, but ends up flipping the truck that they're in, in the process. And I love that the Terminator's kind of just laying there and he starts to get up like, I'm going to get you. And then a fucking tractor trailer truck is like, and you just see him just get hit and just dragged under the truck. Pretty drawn really cool. out scene of him like getting dragged underneath that yeah. truck too. It's yeah. pretty cool. So he he though he gets up really really fast because the tractor trailer truck driver he gets out and to check on he's like oh shit I just fucking killed somebody and the Terminator comes in and just murks him. Oh yeah, murks the other guy that was driving with him. No, actually, no. I don't oh no, the other guy just he, left right because he said get out. Like, yeah, it's like I ain't gonna argue. <laughs> and excuse you. Oh, excuse you. Sorry. The Terminator takes the truck 
And it's one of those moments where it's like, oh my God, he's going to run him over. But at the last second, they get out. Yeah. And it takes out the truck. The Terminator gives chase. I, I, I don't know how they're outrunning this truck. It's beyond me. Beyond me. He's hauling ass in this thing. Yeah. And they're like, and you got Kyle just dragging, oh, just dragging his leg. And she's it's like, uh, get up, yeah. stop. We're going to die. His, his liver is just hanging out. Like, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Kyle decides, he, he goes, hey, you got to keep running. You know, keep him distracted. So she keeps running. He keeps chasing her. Somehow she's out running the truck still. And he shoves one of the pipe bombs into the truck and it blows up. Yeah, it's like a gas truck, too, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's an oil rig. It fucking goes. And it just uh, goes up big time. Woo! And, uh, yeah, Sarah, you know, everything's on fire and they're like, he's dead. Yay. And then Sarah sees Kyle, so they embrace. So, like, yay, we're alive. And then the Terminator just rises from the fucking ashes. But he's just the 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 robot now. He's just the cyborg, no skin, yeah. nothing left. Which I love the look of this of the T eight hundred without the skin on it. Yep. And he gives chase, and they're like, "We got to run in this building." And this thing clear, does not look like it can move very fast. Yeah, it's got limping. Yeah, and yet it's kind of keeping up. I mean, I know Kyle's kind of limping too, but it's like, okay. I don't like the design of its foot. Oh, like it's it's like, like a ball like a, at the heel, yeah. but it's not, it's not yeah. like a, at the, it's like, it's like, it's a heel, like yeah. a high heel. It's weird. Yeah. So the, the hallway scene is cool where they're running down the hall and then the Terminator's running is kind of like limping down the hall. And I love the effect of the Terminator. It's until they get to the doors. And they open the doors to shut it on the Terminator. It's you could see the green screen. You could see it like you could see the edges. And it was like, ah, yeah. oh, God, yeah. especially that <laughs> flashbacks. Oh, no, Damn it. no it that scenes. And then the, the stop motion or another scene. Or it's like, you know, stop motion kind of stands out. Maybe yeah. Like, yeah. Back in the day, so. but it looked really fucking cool. Yeah. I really yeah love stop motion. Um, he ends up catching them. He slaps Kyle around. Until Kyle shoves one of the shoves the last pipe bomb into the chest, and he tries to dive away, but it blows up, and Kyle's dead. Yeah, and you think the Terminator's dead, but guess what? You might have blown up my legs, but my torso's still good. And somehow yeah. Sarah can't outrun the fucking torso of this thing. She's like ah, ah, crawling along. She oh, crawls she into this press. Leg. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, when she the, got when the, yeah, she had the piece of metal. She yeah. pulls it out. Yeah, you're right. My mistake, Sarah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so we get yeah, a crawling chase now. Yeah. So we get the crawling chase. She goes, she, she starts crawling through a press. And this is a really cool scene, though, where she gets to the end of it and the Terminator reaches its hand out and is trying to grab her and she's trying to locate the, the button to lower the press. And it looks like it's choking her out, and then she finally presses the button, and it lowers, and you can see the the whole body just kind of getting squished by the press until yeah, the eye, cool. to the red of its eye, goes out. So fucking cool, dude! That's really really cool. And her line before she does it is, "You're terminated, fucker." Yeah, which is really really good line. Gotta get, yep, gotta, gotta get that one liner in, baby. Yeah. Yep. 
And she gets sent to the hospital. She sees Kyle get zipped up in the body bag. Sad times. And we then move on to the final scene where Sarah's pregnant. She's driving in a Jeep. She's in Mexico, I think. And so, she's yeah. recording tapes, telling her story and telling it's more it's, it's tapes for John to listen to uh, when he's older um, so that, you know, she tells him about Kyle being the father. Well, she says that she's going to tell him about Kyle and all that stuff. And I love the kid who's like hustling her. Yeah, yeah. He, the kid takes the picture of her and he's like, he says something in Spanish and he's like, what did, what did he say? And the guy's like, he's like, Oh, you know, he needs to sell a bunch of this or, or he's going to get beat when he gets home by his dad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like $5. And it's like $5 about four. He's like, yeah, sure. He's like, yeah, good, good, good job, kid. <laughs> good hustle kid. Yep. And then she drives away into the uh, stormy future. That definitely wasn't a matte painting or anything. Oh, no, not at all. Uh, which not is fine. One. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. The 80s, remember. And that's it. That's the Terminator. You get the awesome theme playing over the credits. Yes, sir. And it just gets me really excited to sit down and watch Terminator 2. <laughs> yes. That's next but that time. is it. That is Terminator. The Terminator from 1984. What are our final thoughts on this movie before we talk of our uh, about what's coming up? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Great Two movie. Thumbs up. We outside of the go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying I recommend it. Yes. Outside of a few shots of do- dated, dodgy special effects, for the most part, it's a yeah. really good movie. So it flows good. Feels it keeps you out of the loop about what's going on, which is great in the beginning because like. You talked about earlier, you don't know if Kyle's a bad guy or not. Right. Two people from the fucking speed lightning magic. So see, yeah. this is this is one of those where it leaves you out in a good way. Yeah. Like yes. I talked about, you don't need to explain everything. Yeah. I mean you get most of it explained anyway later, but like early on, you don't know what's going on. Performance is really good. The I, I really like the, the story. I mean, it's a very simplistic story. If you think about it. But it's just well done. It's very well done. And um, I mean, this was the start of James Cameron. So we can thank the Terminator. It it had what we're going to get. It had a high class, like slasher vibe to it. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Like it had a slasher feel to it, but not. Not like a low budget movie, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this I mean, yeah. This is considered a sci-fi movie, but I could definitely put this in in the horror category because, like, the Terminator is a scary dude. Like, mm-hmm. you see him, you know shit's about to go down. And, you know, the scenes of him operating on himself and, you know, seeing him as uh, the, the cyborg and and mm-hmm. the way that Arnold was able to be you know, emotionless throughout the entire thing. There was no... Yeah. He didn't. His facial expression was the same from start to finish. Yep. Yep. So he's just there to kill exciting. some folk. And I'm very excited to watch Terminator 2 because Terminator 2, I, am. I have not seen it in a, quite a while. 
but mm-hmm. I can guarantee it still holds up. I mean, people still. T- I mean, I swear I'm on t- I on Twitter every day, and some there's always a post I see someone <coughs> talking about Terminator Two. It's it's considered one of the greatest sequels of all time, so okay, it's got to be good, right? Absolutely. So next week, as we were just talking about, we will be doing covering Terminator Two, but the week after that. We're going to be uh, taking a slight break from the Terminator franchise because we got some special guests coming on for episode 61. We got Joe LaScola and Sean O'Rourke from Movie Dumpster to join us to talk about a little movie that celebrated its 25th anniversary this year about about screaming snakes called Anaconda. Anaconda. Yes. Excited for that. So excited, not just to talk about Anaconda, but to have the guys from Movie Dumpster on because I'm a huge fan of Movie Dumpster. I've been listening to them for quite a while, and to be able to have them on the show is truly um, something I didn't imagine happening so soon. But it's it's happening, and I couldn't be more excited about it. So uh, make sure to tune in for that. But um, and also we are getting close to the end of the month, so we are going to try to plan our uh, June end of month. Uh, live stream where we're going to be talking about all the podcasts that we've done this past month, all the podcasts we got planned for the future. And yeah, and just like we did last time, probably just having a conversation about whatever the fuck comes popping into our head. So. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Those are the so best. We'll, we'll have that planned out and we'll let you all know uh, when we're going to do that. Probably, I mean, what's that next? Not this coming week, but maybe next week is when we'll do the live stream because the next, next week will be the end of June. So, uh, next Friday, maybe we'll we'll figure it out. And we'll let you all know. But other than that, I want to thank everybody for listening to the show, watching the show. However, you consume the show, I appreciate all the support. Uh, make sure to leave us comments on any of the podcast services you guys listen to us on. I love reading people's comments, um, and also really appreciate people leaving comments on our YouTube videos of the show. Greatly appreciate that. Yep. Make sure if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Good Pods to rate us five stars and leave us a review if you can. If you listen or if you watch us on YouTube, make sure to like, subscribe, comment. We're 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 trying to get some people into the YouTube onto the YouTube channel. So let's uh so make sure if you watch the video, just just drop that like, drop that sub. It doesn't hurt you. It's free. No, not at all. It's Just free. Click. It's just a click. <laughs> but until next time, I am Brett Parker. That is Dan and Angel of DNA Gaming. We are Dissect That Film. This has been Dissect That Film Podcast, episode 59. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Go watch Jurassic Park 3 review. <laughs> Got it. Got it.